The Pilot's Advisor can help you chart out a course to land safely in retirement using his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Advisor. We have Dave back on the show, the IBC for Pilots expert. And we promised you guys that we would talk about specific issues and how the infinite banking concept can help you. So IBC for Pilots is what this is. And Dave, the one I want to talk about, if you have time today, is I feel like I'm dealing with my clients many, many times where they're dumping money into a 529 plan to save for their kid's college, or they want, they can't spend the money. Their kid wants to go to another state and it won't apply there. Or, hey, they got an ROTC scholarship, or they're going, God forbid, they're going to Air Force Academy. Yeah, or, or the Naval Academy. Oh, God, I, I mean, don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> but no, but, that, but it happens, you know, it happens. And especially sons and daughters of pilots. Well, guess what? A lot of them end up serving when they didn't see it going, you know, coming down the path. And suddenly all those $529 are, are trapped. Obviously, you can you can send them to a younger kid or, or it could go to grandkids or what have you. But if we could avoid all those problems and still save for college, I want to talk to us about a better way, a more flexible way. Just the fact that somebody's got a 529 plan means they're doing something, right? Which is a great start. That's better than doing nothing. So when you you bring people in and they've got this plan and, and that plan, like, hey, good job. You're planning, right? Because, I mean, I, I think the average American doesn't plan yeah. like that. So you're you're already ahead of the ahead of your peers. The questions I would ask people is, okay, you've got this plan just like some of the things you just posed. Hey, what if your kid decides they want to go to college in a different state? Hey, what if your kid decides um, they don't want to go to college? Maybe they're not college material. Let's be honest. Not everybody needs to go to college. I don't know how many of my kids are going to go to college. And frankly, it's not that important to me anymore. That's just me. Well, and I'll try to give you some real world, world examples for the two points you just brought up. I was just talking to a client that totally funded the Florida prepaid plan. His kid could have gone to college anywhere in Florida and it was handled. And all of a sudden they're like, well, I'm going, I want to go to Auburn. And that's the way yeah. it is. Now that money's stuck and we have that. Or do you want to know how many kids have been enabled and are living in their, their pilot parents' basement? And they're like yeah. 24? I can imagine. <laughs> all right, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Yeah. You know, or, hey, what happens if the rules on this 529 change before your kid goes to college because guess what they can those plans can change at any given time and and you don't get a vote you know what what happens if you know god forbid something something happens to your kid you know and they don't even have the opportunity to go to college and, but, and life happens i mean it's sad but life, life happens. happens yeah exactly so like we talked about last episode emergency emergencies are going to happen if you look back over the last five years of your life is there something major that happened that you had no idea was going to come your way? I mean, I think we all could say COVID, but you know, I mean, I had a divorce that I never expected to happen, and then you know, found the the perfect woman, which I never expected to happen. Well, but, that's uh, impossible because I married the perfect woman. So yeah, okay, like, well, it's perfect for you. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It. There you go. Good point. Did I ever expect to have seven kids? Hell no. <laughs> but I got them. Get to work. You know buddy. that happened. Yeah. So there's a lot of unknown. So I just like to pose what if, you know, and, and if you don't have an answer to what if, then maybe you should reevaluate. 
evaluate kind of where you put that money. So Dave, this is kind of sad, but it makes me think of an old quote that we had to learn many, many years ago at the Academy probably, but flexibility is the key to air power. There you go. Right. Dude, that's, that's huge flexibility. And that's what this, this concept, if you guys haven't listened to the episode that Ryan and I did previously, just kind of outlining the infinite banking concept, maybe go back and listen to that one and you'll get, you'll catch a little bit more of what we're talking about here. But I do want to compare, say, you know, people are like, well, if I don't do it this way, how else, what other options do I have to save for my kids college? Well, let's talk about one of those options. Like I mentioned, uh, or like you mentioned, I'm an infinite banking concepts practitioner. So I teach people how to create their own banking system and become their own banker. That's really what this is all about. I, I consider myself a coach and an educator. The product I use is specially designed whole life insurance as the the foundation and the 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 means by which I do my banking. So I'm going to compare like these two systems. We'll talk specially designed life insurance. So we'll just call it infinite banking. So the infinite banking route and the 529 route. First, I'd like to point out, people call it a 529 college savings plan. There's nothing savings about it. It's an investment plan. So one of the what ifs is, hey, what if the market is down 20 or 30% the year your kid goes to college and you want to start pulling that money out? How is that going to affect your ability to fund their college tuition? So let's just start with, you know, the, the first bullet point I have is, one of the advantages of IBC over the 529 is the money can be used for anything. Absolutely anything, no questions asked. So could, could it be used for college? Absolutely. It can even be used for books, supplies, room and board, which 529, you can't use that for. So you know the 529 is highly, highly restrictive. There's only one purpose it can be used for. Next, how about the money can be accessed penalty-free at any time? So can you do that with the 529? If you needed emergency cash to get through something, can you access that money? Something that happened in life and you got money in the 529 plan, but you can't grab it because that needs to be used for educational expenses or you get a 10% penalty. And, and, and yeah, there's major penalties for accessing that. Here's a big one that people don't think about is what does FAFSA stand for? F-A-F-S-A, that's like the board you go to when you go to college for financial aid. Oh yes, this is huge. Right, so when you have a 529, you have to list that on that FAFSA uh, application. They're gonna count that as a penalty against you. It's a, it's a lot akin to um, what, what the administration just did with home mortgages. If you got a good credit score, guess what? You're gonna get penalized and you're gonna go supplement the person with a really bad credit score to help them buy a house. That's exactly what they do with FAFSA. Yeah, so with like, that, oh, you plan for your kid's college. Well, let us punish you because now you can't get any of these scholarships or benefits. Exactly. But the thing about life insurance and cash value, that's, that's unreportable. You don't have to report that to them. So it doesn't count against your kid for you know, applying for a, a loan, a student loan. And we, I just mentioned it before, but no stock market volatility. So you can plan to know not exactly, but you know at least the minimum through the guarantees of how much cash is going to be available for your kid's college. And you know where it probably will be when you include the dividends, which will be a lot greater than what that minimum guarantee is. And doesn't matter what the stock market is doing because none of this cash is tied to the stock market. So that the market could be down 30% and your money is still increasing every single day. That's another thing I love about this. I, I log in, my cash value has gone up today. 
over where it was yesterday. Returns regardless. Yep, goes up every day. Uh, so no stock market volatility. Um, you know, here's something: if if let's say you, the uh, the mom or dad, you know, God forbid, you pass away before your kid goes to college, uh, well, you're five. 29 isn't going to pay, you know, a couple million dollars of tax-free income for your kid to, to get through college. But guess what? Life insurance does. So that's, you know, it's emergencies, right? Those things happen. But imagine, yeah, you pass away before a kid goes to college. Now they've got not just college paid for, they've got maybe their, their first house paid for. They're, they're set, you know, because they're doing the very well. benefit that the contract <laughs> creates. Right. And, and death benefits are always income tax-free. So how about there's no excessive hidden management fees? In fact, there's no fees whatsoever. Everything's baked into your premium. When it comes to life insurance, you're not going to get a hit with some unexpected fee where 529, I mean, there's fees. There's heavy fees in, in some of them. And they're, they're very hard to, disting, to distinguish and, and really pick out. Um, so yeah, there's uh, no fees if you do it this way. You know, the funds are private. So like I said, you don't have to report them on FAFSA. Uh, in fact, you don't. once your money's in that plan, in the IBC plan, you're never going to report that money ever again. I mean, you can take loans out, you pay loans back, you get earnings, you get dividends. Doesn't matter. None of that goes to the IRS. They're completely blind to it, and it's, it's fine. And guess what? I, that's not going to change the way I see it because a lot of politicians have policies like this. <laughs> you know, and guess who else has a lot of policies like this? Banks. Banks own billions of dollars of whole life insurance. So I, I teach people, hey, don't do what the banks tell you to do. Do what the banks do. And you don't have to be rich to do that. Um, and then this one, how about finally, it's guaranteed to increase. So every day, like I said, your cash value is going to increase and it's guaranteed to grow. There's guaranteed growth baked into it. You're 529, you may get to college and man, your your advisor, whoever set that five, 529 up for you said it's going to grow by 10 to 12%. And maybe it didn't, or maybe it's down that year, right? And you got to start taking money out of it. So those are just some big bullet points comparing the two. I could go on and on because there's a lot of notes on, on, on these plans, but I'll let you shoot with your questions. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place. And I've got another resource for you to check out. Go to retirepilots.com and look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click get my free toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's Retirement Toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to retirepilots.com. The big part for me that I see right away, first off, we talked about is the flexibility because I, I too many times people can't use their money for, for educational expenses for whatever reason or life events happen and they need that capital or need, they need that cash and they can't access a 529. And I'll see, you know, not a lot of pilots have liquid security, which is I try to get them to pay themselves first anyway. But every once in a while, you run into a pilot that's got like $160,000 just sitting over in a savings account, losing 8% to inflation. I call it going broke safely, very, very safely. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've got several that. clients who who come in with just stacks of cash sitting in the bank. Yeah. And one of my first thoughts uh, you know, are is either you know let that money work for you, but in this case, using an IBC concept, 
I mean, just by if we if they did a contract and started putting in 20, 30 grand a year for a few years, they'd have all the liquidity that they still wanted. They'd have a death benefit attached to that to protect their family. And it would never lose value. The cash value continued to go up all tax free. Correct. Yeah. You can access it tax free uh, for the rest of your life to, to pay those college bills. And guess what? When you reach in to borrow against that policy to go pay that college bill, you have a perfect place now to save more money. So you can just pay that loan back. And as soon as you pay that loan back, it's available to use again. So it's just, it's a perpetual, it's like the, the best piggy bank you could ever have. Can you talk about it as a safe money investment? So I was talking to a client recently where he, you know, of course his 401k is still relatively aggressive. He's going to be working for 15 more years, but he has a a ton of money just sitting in a checking and savings account because they're, they're kind of conservative. They don't, they don't even have kids. Okay. But they want safe money. They don't want to lose that money. They want it to Mm -hmm. be, to guaranteed not to lose. I mean, what a perfect place for a safe money asset. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to quit doing anything else you're doing. I mean, if people really like their 529, you don't even have to quit doing that right now if you don't want to. But just by adding this piece to the puzzle, you're you're going to create more safety. Like you say, you know, using the word, I mean, what's the, the most important thing in flying is safety. You're going to create more safety for your retirement. You're, you know, when you bring it in to a landing and put the chalks in, man, um, it's going to be a safe, comfortable ride for you. And everything else you have, you can shoot for the moon on it. You've just got this as a reserve of, of guarantees and certainty in your life to, to cover at least maybe the basic expenses. Well, we always talk about you can lead people to water, but you can't make that horse drink per se. Yeah. But wouldn't you agree? I mean, we, we are advisors. I mean, wouldn't the smarter thing to do would be to stop contributing to those 529 plans and start one of these policies? Because then you do have that flexibility with that extra money that you would have kept contributing? I That's exactly what I did. So when I learned about this, I absolutely stopped contributing to the 529. One, I guarantee most people don't even understand your 529. You probably you know couldn't explain all the ins and outs and all the... I mean, when you start taking that money out, good luck uh, keeping track of it. You have to keep very, very good records so that you don't get hit with taxes for an unauthorized distribution. Um, this version is, it couldn't be more simple. I take that money out when I want it, I put it back in on my own schedule, on my own terms. So we haven't talked about it on this episode and before we end this podcast, cause we always try to not make them too long. We respect you guys' time, but can you talk about how that would actually look? Cause we, our listeners for this podcast probably haven't, don't understand that you could borrow that money, that cash value to pay the college bill but it's still earning. It's actually working in two different places. Can you explain that really quick? Yep. So imagine you could first put your cash somewhere and lock it in for life, earning interest and dividends for you. Compounding uninterrupted. You can't get uninterrupted compounding anywhere else that I that I'm aware of because you're gonna have ups and downs, you know, in the market, hopefully, you know, more ups and than downs over time. But there is some interruption. In there, in this in this manner, there's no interruption. But you can you don't actually when you take a loan, you don't take a loan from your own pile of money. Imagine two different stacks of money: yours, your cash value, and then the company's money. Well, you don't reach in and take money from your stack. Yours stays there, earning for you forever. What you do is borrow from the insurance company directly and go spend their money, and then yours continues to earn even while 
Um, you borrow the money to go out and deploy to use for whatever you want to use it for. Ideally, doing the things with that money that you would typically use a bank to do, like finance, you know, doing a, buying a car, college. So you kind of, you kind of are, you, you're having your cake and you're eating it too. Or, or, or what I say with pilots, they want all of the upside and none of the downside. We're kind yeah. of somewhere in between there now, right? Aren't we? Yeah. Now make no mistake there. The upside is guaranteed, which is great. I always say, Hey, if you, if you could start a business right now and it was guaranteed to be successful, would you want to start a small business or a big business? Well, I'd bigger, the better in my opinion, but it's guaranteed to end up with more than what you ever put in. Now, in the first few years, there's there's a sacrifice, right? Because you're not going to have 100% liquidity in the first handful of years. It's going to take a while to build that efficiency up, you know, kind of like a car getting onto the highway, right? You use a lot more fuel and and a lot more cylinders are engaged when you're getting up to speed. But once you're up to speed, it's only a couple horsepower that, to maintain that speed. Uh, and it becomes highly, highly efficient. So there is an upfront cost to anything, right? There's there's no good deals in in life insurance. There's only trade-offs. So there's an upfront cost in just a lack of liquidity. You won't have 100% liquidity for everything you put in right away, but it will be there. So uh, if any of you guys are interested in this concept and you want to talk about it concerning 529s and how to, you know, if you want to fund your kid's college or just have a... a emergency fund that could be a little bit more efficient and guaranteed for you reach out to myself or i'll have uh, dave's contact information because we're all about finding a better way that's what this is all about our job is to constantly search for and find a better way a more efficient way a more flexible way to help you fund those things in your life and also to get retirement and land and land in retirement safely so we're going to be signing off dave is there anything else you want to close with on this uh, 529 discussion no, man, I like how you summed it up, uh, you know, landing safely. You know, it's, it's just one more um, arrow in the quiver, or I think we, we try to figure out what that, uh, what that analogy was, but it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's another tool in the toolbox, if you will. It's, it's not the entire, it shouldn't be your, your one and only tool, but it's a, a very, it's like a Swiss army knife of tools. It's good to have. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being on the podcast with us again today. We'll definitely be inviting you back if you're willing. Absolutely. Anytime. All right, everybody fly safe. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.